We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Jacob Albrocht, Tommy Kester. This is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. you think of Amazon's foray into the NFL other than you know the signal not being as crisp and clear consistently as we see you know on broadcast television um, you know in game we knew it was going to be great without Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet but you know did you did you have a chance to soak up any of the pregame postgame anything like that I did. I loved it. I might be the only one on the planet that had no issues at all. Like there were no buffering issues. There was nothing about the audio being ahead of the video or anything like that. I mean, it was it was flawless on my end. Um, I loved the pregame and postgame crew. I thought that Ryan Fitzpatrick did a great job. Uh, we all know Tony Gonzalez can do it. I mean, he's done that for a long time. Uh, he was good. But really, I think the the guy that surprised me the most was Richard Sherman. I thought he was awesome. Uh, on the pregame and postgame, really impressive, really insightful, really good analysis. Um, I was a fan all in all. I thought it was a great presentation and a great broadcast. Yeah, it's an interesting group and an interesting collection of talent, and they're all new, right? Like they're all – we don't know – other than Tony Gonzalez, we don't know how good Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to be or Sherman or Whitworth or – were there any other players? I think those were the three guys along with Gonzalez. Yeah. you know, we knew Chris Thompson was really good. It, it, they're they're going all in, and and that's kind of the way you have to do it because you know you're going in with people pissed off that they have to join this app, right? To to watch in the first place. Um, it's it's where we're headed, though. And if Amazon's willing to pay that, of course the NFL is going to take their money. It's it is a shame though that there can't be some way to get it. And I and I I understand why Amazon wouldn't want this, but. The NFL, there's a lot of fans that feel abandoned by the NFL by not being able to catch this somehow. But I would say this. You know, there was a point where you had to pay, right, to get ESPN to watch Monday Night Football, too. 
Mm-hmm. You know, for a while, that's not on broadcast television either, or Sunday Night Football. Quite frankly, probably even a better example. Early on, remember, Sunday Night Football was ESPN. We had to pay for cable to watch that. You couldn't watch that game if you weren't paying for it. And you were paying a lot more for that than you would have to for the Amazon deal now. I, I don't know what a Prime membership costs. I mean, I, I have no idea. I don't shop online. I don't have one. My wife has one. Uh, so I couldn't even tell you what it costs. But I would imagine that it's cheaper than cable TV was at the inception when ESPN began ca- uh, carrying NFL games. So it's not that different. We just have to, you know, kind of like when it gets really cold outside or the weather turns bad, check on your parents, check on your grandparents, <laughs> make sure they know how to watch the NFL, you know, like make sure they can watch. Because it was so sad. You know, people would call and be like, are you guys? And I'm like, no, you got you to, gotta, you know, stream it through the Amazon app. And then just like the like the deflation of like oh, well I'm not going to be able to do that. Like yeah, I I know. Like I, I'm really sorry. Like we'll have you covered. You know we have a reporter down there, and and we'll let you know what's happening as best we can. Yeah, but that's not the same as watching it. You know I I know I know I know Granny. Like it's not. Uh, <laughs> call call your son. Call your your grandson and tell him to come hook it up for you. I'm, I'm really sorry. You know it was kind of sad on that, but. It's just the way we go, and I use the example all the time. Probably three years ago when Big 12 games began being covered on ESPN Plus and Shocker games, it was the same thing. People were just devastated. Like, I, I don't have that. I don't know how to get that. Like, what is what is this? What, what, what are we even trying to do here? And we, we got it figured out for the most part. We don't take very many of those calls anymore because people did figure it out. And while we were all annoyed with it, me too, in the beginning, and I did think it was a little bit too early for that because the technology wasn't quite caught up. Technology is catching up now, and it does just give us access to more games. So I, I'm okay with it. I, I don't love it. I, Thursday Night Football, especially a game like that, I don't love that everybody can't catch it, and it's kind of hard to find. But it's where we're headed, and, and I thought all things considered for what they're trying to accomplish and take on, that crew for the game for Thursday Night Football did a, did a really good job. You know what was different to me, and it finally hit me. I was watching the game, and, and yeah, I had a lot going on. You know, we're, we're chatting in the BetQL room and, um, you know, doing just a lot of different things. But it, it hit me at one point. I'm sitting on my couch. I'm watching the game, and it goes to a commercial break. And all of a sudden, I realize I can't flip the channel. Like, if I flip the channel, I've got to close the app, and I've got to go – back to cable or I've got to open up another app or whatever. I've got to sit here basically and watch the commercials. And it finally hit me. And I'm like, this is why they're doing that. Like this is why this is not on broadcast TV because it essentially forces people, unless you leave the room or you get on your phone or whatever during the commercial breaks, like you're not flipping away. You're not going, you're not going to be like, Oh, uh, let me go check the score of the baseball game, you know, or let me flip over to, you know, a rerun of whatever. Um, you've got to sit there on Amazon and watch the commercials. And it was like a light bulb went off in my head, like, oh, okay, this is why they're doing that. Yeah, it, it was, it, it, you're just, what what a strange start because Monday Night Football features, you know, Buck and Aikman, and I had I had forgotten about that, right? Like, I totally forgot that they were on there. And we always ask the question on this show, like, is that is the money that the top guys get worth it? I got to tell you, it did feel bigger 
having Buck and Aikman on that call Monday night. Like, it did feel worth it because I felt like that the game felt bigger with those guys on it. And it, fe- it was the same I, yeah. way last night. Like, you know, had that been two people we don't know, which would have been fine because everybody needs a shot to come up, but to have Michaels and Herb Street on there, pff, you're just like, this feels normal. Like, they, I wouldn't have even known the difference, and, and that's important to Amazon. Like, I wouldn't have known, honestly, if there weren't a couple of, like, glitches in the signal. Once the game started, I wasn't even thinking about the fact that I was watching that on Amazon. And that may not be, like, the marketing goal for Amazon, but if you're going to be a real player, that's important. When I turn that on, I'm not going to be missing anything. And that's what Michaels and Herb Street brought. It was good. They did. They did a yeah. fine job. It was good. Yeah, I, I saw a few people on uh, on social media leading up to the game, like questioning whether or not Herb Street can can translate from college to the pros. I'm like, guys, he's oh, yeah. he's amazing. Like he's always been amazing. It doesn't matter if he's calling an Alabama Ohio State game or if he's going to call the NFL. Like he is a solid analyst, and there's no reason to think that that won't translate well to the NFL. And it absolutely did. I thought to me, it felt like Michaels and Herb Street had been together for 10 years. I mean, the, the chemistry was there. Um, of course, Michaels is a, is a pro and, and one of the best to ever do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was that pairing, I think worked out really well this first week. It's just going to get better as the weeks go on. Yeah. And, and Herb Street has done a couple NFL games when they've had double headers and been fantastic. I, I, I thought I, I was, I was sold on him when they did it. Um, he's just he's just good at what he does, and he gets better and better all the time. Um, so I'm glad to have him in the NFL because I watch more NFL than college football. So I, I'm glad to have him in because I, I do think he does a really good job. Uh, we're, this is a short segment because we're going to leave some room to make our picks. We also want to preview the high school football week. So let's do this. I'm sure Savage is rummaging around in there trying to get Jad to, to job the numbers a little bit on, on picks last <laughs> week. But – We'll, uh, we'll get to that. We're going to make some picks. We'll do that next. We'll go through some college and NFL games. This is fun. We're keeping tabs. It's all friendly competition here. We'll do that next and then get you a catch at Kansas high school football preview a little later in the hour as well. The high, if you haven't, the high school football season this year has been nuts. Like one of the craziest first two weeks I can remember since I've been in the state of Kansas. We'll go through it all as Sports Daily rolls through a Friday. And welcome back, everybody. It's one of our favorite times of the week. Talk a little trash, make a few picks, uh, keep tabs on how we're doing. We bring in our buddy Paul Savage, part of this segment each and every week on Sports Daily. All right, Jad, uh, let's get down to business. Let's uh, let's keep some books on this. How are we looking after week one here? Uh, Tommy's looking good. Tommy's looking let's real go. good. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Tommy had a really excellent week out there. Uh, he went, uh, let's see, six and one. Oh yeah. Did you put some That's money on I'm that, Tommy? On, Man. Did you get money on all that? Man. I wish. Six and one. Yeah. Tommy goes six and one. Jacob, you're just behind him at four and three. And then, uh, Paul three and four. So. All right. <laughs> Paul bringing up the rear. How you feel about that big boy? Well, I'll tell you what, the rear is where I'm used to being. So it's, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and by the, the way. Rear. 
I don't have, well, it's, it's just one of those things where, you know, I strive to be better every week. You know that about me, Jacob, for Christ's sakes. Mm-hmm. You know I'm that kind of guy. You know, I strive to be the best I can. Tommy, I'm coming for you, buddy. I mean, you know, you're a new All guy. Right. I'm going to cut you a little slack. I'm going to be gentle with you for another week or two. So, Tommy, enjoy your time because uh, I'm coming for you, big boy. What do you think of that? All right. Hey, you can play possum all you want, uh, but th- I'd rather play from the front than play from the back. Well, <laughs> it's hard to argue right. with that. That's like Let's, Jacob uh... saying that when it comes to his wife, better to ask for forgiveness than permission. You know, that's yeah. gonna that's gonna get him in trouble one of these days, Tommy. Yeah, this is. Let's get to these picks. This conversation's out of control here. Uh, all right, all right. We're gonna get to this. We got. I got five college, five pros. So we're gonna go ten games this week. Um, Jad hit the music. Let's make some picks here. Tommy with the two game lead on me, a three game lead on Paul. We'll let you go first, and we'll start with the Cats. Tulane at K State. Minus yep. 14 is the number on BetMGM this morning. So we're going with minus 14. The Cats favored by a couple touchdowns. What do you think? I am so yeah, confident. I, admit, I, with, I am so confident with regards to, to uh, KSU covering on this. I'm surprised that it's 14. Can I be truthful? I would think it would be 17, 18 and a half, somewhere in that area. But I'm going to take the Cats. My gosh, this is about the easiest pick we're going to make all morning long. It began at 20. Tommy, what do you think? Yeah, I, yeah I'm surprised I'm saying this. I agree with Paul. Ah, uh, I, I, think the, I think the Cats cover this. I mentioned in the last hour that, you know, how methodical and intentional the Wildcats are. Tulane's a better team than Missouri was, but I still think Kansas State covers. Yeah, I think, again, and it's the same theme for me, I, I don't think the odds makers have caught up to how good K-State's defense is, so these they're going to continue to see a little value here. There was a lot of money that poured into Tulane early. That number dropped, but I'll take the Cats to cover a couple touchdowns as well. Uh, KU on the road at Houston, minus eight and a five, eight and a half. Um, I'll start this one. You know, KU, I had the gut feel. I pulled the trigger on a win just before that game against West Virginia. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go the other. I think Houston's better than West Virginia. I think it's back-to-back weeks on the road. I think it's distractions on the Lance Leipold coaching situation. Houston's coming off a tough loss in overtime. They're angry. I do think this is a fun game, but I'm going to take the Cougars to cover the eight and a half here. Mm -hmm. Paul? I'm with you on that. I think KU is going to be a surprise team. And throughout the course of these picks, we're going to take KU to win a few games. I honestly think that. But Houston is kind of irked at this moment. They lost a, a tough game that they could have won. I also am going to take Houston. Tommy, Bo- chance boys, for an island boys, here. Boys, man, boys. Uh, I'm going to take that island. I'll be on an island all by yeah. myself with this. A good one. Uh, Lance Leipold is the coach for Kansas, at least right now, and he's a dang good coach. I like Houston. I, I like Dana Holgerson. I always have. You're right, they're mad, but Kansas is much improved. I think that Kansas can play Houston to a touchdown. I say Kansas covers. Yeah, it, it's tough. I, I don't like making that one, but I, I just don't know. It, it, we're, we're still riding with KU here. And I'll be on that island fun, all by myself. That's it's okay. a good island to be on. Once you had the island opportunity, it was a no-brainer. Uh, all right, Georgia at South Carolina. Tommy, you can lead us here. South Carolina at home getting 24 and a half points to what so far this season looks like the best team in the country. What do you think? 
Yeah, after the Alabama-Texas game last week, there's no doubt in my mind that Kirby Smart has the best team in the country. Even though they're on the road at South Carolina, even though it's an SEC game, even though South Carolina gets 24.5 points, I'm taking Georgia to cover. Paul, what do you think? Well, I'm no Rattler fan. I'm not a big fan of that kid. I don't. I, although the numbers he put up last week were pretty good, not bad. If my memory serves right, 300, close to 400 yards passing, not a bad percentage, not a lot of mistakes, but not a lot of dynamic scoring. I think Georgia covers, covers fairly easy. I'm taking Georgia over uh, South Carolina. Yeah, we're going to be in agreement our second time here early on. I, I think Georgia's defense is too good. That makes covering a little bit easier. Um, we got to just see them. In, until we see Georgia falter at all, I, I'm going to have a hard time ever not taking the Bulldogs. All right, BYU at Oregon. I'll lead this one. This is a game I'm really looking forward to, and it's actually one I did bet. And I'm going to take the Ducks at minus three and a half. You know, Georgia, I think, gave us a misperception uh, on on Oregon. They came back last week, looked really good. BYU coming off of just a really dramatic and hard-fought game against Baylor. I think Oregon at home, laying three and a half is where I'll go. I'll take the Ducks to cover. Paul? Well, this is a tough one for me because I like BYU. BYU uh, beat a number nine ranked uh, Baylor team last week in overtime. I happen to watch a good portion of that game, so I think I have a really good feel for BYU. What I don't have is... Who is the true Oregon this year so far? We don't know. I'm not sure we've seen the true Oregon team at this point. But what I do know is that BYU can line up and play with a lot of people in this country, a lot of teams in this country. You know something? Three and a half is not a lot of points in this game. But I think because I've seen BYU a little bit, I'm going to go ahead, step out, and take BYU. Tommy, you're going to be the tiebreaker here. Yeah, uh, again, I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm agreeing with Paul. Uh, I had had oh, my... Give me that island, baby. I had had my sunglasses and my flip-flops and my sunscreen ready to go to be on an island by myself. Uh, but Paul takes BYU. I'll join him on... I guess it's not an island if I'm there too. But uh, yeah, BYU to cover. All right, Miami at Texas A&M. Paul Aggies coming off of an embarrassing loss at home. They're back home laying six against the Hurricanes, which we know are a pretty good team as well. What do you think you can start this one off? Well, a lot of talent, a lot of speed all over that field on both sides of the ball, fellas. There's going to be uh, a lot of scoring in this game. But I'll tell you what, you got to look at Texas A&M. They're a little irked right now. Somebody poked them in the eye with a stick last week. I've got a feeling that Texas A&M, it will not happen again. And let me just put it this way, fellas. You may or may not agree with this statement. Texas A&M is the hardest place to play in the country. That is correct. It is the number one place you do not want to play if you're a visiting team. I'm going to take Texas A&M, fellas, and I'm going to go ahead and give six. Uh, unless you're Appalachian State. It's the toughest oh, place to play, well, that, right? Okay. All right. Uh, Thank you for that. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. So I, I, I don't know what to do with this game, honestly. I, I'm throwing a dart here. I've got no good feel for it. I, I, I have some Aggie friends, and they're devastated right now. I, I think Jimbo Fisher is on the right track down there. Like, I, I think things in general are going well, so I'll give some credit on a bounce back here. I'll very reluctantly take the Aggies minus six, but, man, I, I don't know. I don't have a good feeling about it at all. Tommy? 
So I had one thing written, but after the two of you guys gave your picks, I'm going the other direction. Give me that island. Let's go. Let's go Hurricanes. Let's go Canes. They're going to cover. That's a good way to lose that lead. I like it. All right. Let's <laughs> switch to the NFL. Here we go. Bucks and Saints. Tampa, you know, Tom's trouble at home out in the public now, and the offensive line injuries continue, and New Orleans is a place he's struggled since he's been in Tampa. New Orleans is a home dog, getting some points, two and a half. I'm going to take the Saints here. Uh, They're going to have to throw the ball. They're not going to run the ball. Alvin Kamara probably be a non-factor in this game. But, man, I think defensively they're pretty good, and the Bucs are hurting right now on the injury front. TB struggled a little bit in that building. I'm going to take the Saints and take the points. Tommy. You know, I'm going to disagree with you, Jacob. I know, historically, Tom Brady has struggled in the last couple of years since he's been a member of the Bucs against New Orleans. That's the one team that has had his number. I think they've played each other four times. It's been double-digit losses each and every time for Tom Brady as a member of Tampa Bay. But, man, he's the GOAT, and I think that he's got something to prove this week. He wants people to shut up about his personal life. He wants to go out there. He's annoyed. He's angry. He's fed up. And he's going to take it to New Orleans. I'm taking the Buccaneers to cover. Yeah, this isn't a story about football prowess, who's got what, who's injured and all this. This is a story about marriage, relationships between men and women. That's what this pick is all about. Here we and, go. and when I look at Here when I go. look at, at the Bucs, I think to myself, Tom Brady is sort of a free man. The wife is as mad as she can be. She can't get any matter. Man, I'll tell you what, that is a that is a freeing situation. I'm free, man. She can't get any matter at me. I love this situation. Tom Brady, because he has a wife that is mad at him, I'm taking the I'm taking the bucks. God. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh there we go. Bengals. That's a great thanks, rationale. Dr. thanks, Dr. Phil. Uh Bucks. Okay, Bengals, I mean. Bengals at Cowboys. This is actually one of my favorite bets of the week. Um, It's at 7.5 now, so it has gone up just a little bit because I think most people are sharing a brain on this. It feels to me like the Cowboys are a sinking ship at the moment. They may be able to turn it around. Overreacting the NFL is a fool's errand, but the reason I'm willing to do it here is because I don't want to overreact to the Bengals either. They, they played about as bad as they could have played and still only lost in overtime to Pittsburgh. So I'm going to take the Bengals plus, uh, sorry, the Bengals minus seven and a half at the Cowboys. Cowboys getting points at home. That many points at home is wild to consider. Cooper Rush is not as bad as people think he is. But I think this, this for me is more about the Bengals than it is the Cowboys. I'm going to give those points. And even though they burned me last week, I'm going to try the Bengals one more time. Tommy? Yeah, you know, I'm weighing on one hand a guy by the name of Cooper Rush, and then on the other hand, a guy by the name of Joe Burrow. And I'm trying to figure out, man, who's a better quarterback? It's clearly Joe Burrow, right? Clearly, without a doubt. Uh, And the Cowboys are going nowhere. The Bengals are pissed off after last week. They're the defending AFC champions. They absolutely cover against the Cowboys. 
Paul, what do you think? Well, Chance for an island with a home dog. Well, you know, this is an island that I'm going to leave Marianne to herself. So with the professor, that's what I'm doing on that one. Because here's the problem with the with the Cowboys. It's a mess in, in management. It's a mess in the coaching offices. It's a mess in the locker room. And it's a mess in the training room. Everything in that franchise is a mess. Probably the equipment room is having problems as well. We just don't know about it. It's a mess to be involved with the Cowboys right now. I'm going to go ahead and take the Bengals, and that is a three-way sweep. But that's okay. This is one we probably all should stay away from the Cowboys on. All right, Texans at Broncos. Tommy, you're first up here. Broncos laying 10 at home against the Texans. What do you think? Yeah, I think that Russell Wilson and crew get it together. Uh, I think Nathaniel Hackett has one terrible game under his belt and uh, will get it figured out for this week, especially playing at home. It's the first home game in the Russell Wilson era. The Texans are, are not very good. I know they played to a tie last week against Indianapolis, but they're, they're not great. They've got Davis Mills at quarterback. They're still on the lower tier in the AFC. I like the Broncos. I like minus 10. I'm taking them to cover. Paul, what do you think? Well, I think that Tommy's on to something, and, and really this is one of his better picks. So, Tommy, I'm really proud of you, Thank to, you. today. You know, that, I, think you, that. I think you've done a good job on breaking this game down. So I'll just be it said, Tommy's right. I'm also taking the Broncos. Hey, can, yes, we record, also one of my... can we record Paul saying Tommy's right and just replay it over <laughs> and over again? Yeah. I've got it. I've got it. We're good. Oh, thanks, okay. Jan. Jamie, <laughs> Christmas. Uh, people that listen to this show know this, is, this has been one of my favorite games of the week, too. I said it Monday night before that game was over. I said, I, whatever the Broncos are next week, I'm on the Broncos. Because I think that that easily should have been a double-digit win, maybe a 20-point win against the Seahawks, and they just made mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake. Uh, so I'm all, I've am i been all over the Broncos no matter what it was. Just, just on a bounce back because I trust Russell Wilson, and I thought they looked pretty good offensively. It just happens to be at home, and it just happens to be against the Texans, so I'm comfortable with the double-digit spread, even though that's dangerous in the NFL. I'll take the Broncos minus 10 all day long. All right, we're going to get the other two games coming on Monday night. Paul, Bills, who looked so good it's been forever since they played, minus 10 hosting the Titans. What do you think? You start us off this time. Bills are meeting what I thought they would be. The Titans are a little bit of a disappointment to me. I'll be honest. I I, I, I thought that the, the Titans would show a little more than they did. I was a little disappointed in their play last week. Uh, I think this is going to be a runaway. I'll tell you what. The Bills could end up being in the Super Bowl, guys. Don't look past that. I don't know that it's going to happen, but it might happen. I'm going to take the Bills. Tens a lot in the NFL, a lot, but I'm still going to take the Bills and give 10. It's a weird one for me. The Titans are not the Texans. The fact that the Titans are 10-point dogs is is just, it's odd. It's strange. I, I'm going to reluctantly take the Bills because of the way that they held the Rams running game absolutely in check last week. Whether that's a product of their defense or a really bad Rams line, I just don't know yet. We don't have enough information. I'm going to reluctantly take the Bills. I cannot imagine the Titans getting 10 points in any game that they play, but that's where we are. I don't like it, but I'll take the Bills. Tommy? 
Remember when the Tennessee Titans were the darlings of the AFC? Remember when, I remember they, had, when they were the number one seed last year? It wasn't that long ago. And the team is pretty much the same as it was. Minus a couple pieces here and there. Ryan Tannehill is still there. Yeah, he's not a great quarterback, but he's okay. He's an okay quarterback. And let's not forget about Derrick Henry. I know everybody talks about Jonathan Taylor and Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. And Derrick Henry has been probably the best running back in the NFL over the last five or six years combined. 10 points is a lot. I like Buffalo. I liked what they did on Thursday night. They are for sure a contender to win the AFC this year. 10 points is a lot. Boys, I'm going on an island by myself. The Titans cover that. I'll tell you this. None of my real money is going at that game. Some of my real money is going to the next game in our last pick. Vikings at Eagles. Vikings getting two points. I, I, I know Tommy and I are probably going to share a brain on this because we're both very high on the Vikings, but give me the money line. Like I, I'll take the points for the for the case of this these picks because I can take them. So I'm going to take the plus two, but I'm betting this one on the money line when, when the time comes because I think the Vikings are going to beat the Eagles. Give me the Vikings. I love that one because I'm in on the Vikings this year. Tommy? Yeah, uh, you're completely right. I said it on Monday. The Minnesota Vikings will be the NFC champions. I'm still on that. They were the most dominant-looking team in that conference in week one. They win this game. They cover. Paul, Eagles also look good. You taking the island here? Yeah, no. uh, Unfortunately, I don't think I can because I'm with you guys. I thought one of my surprise teams, and I thought they would be okay, but one of my surprise teams in week one was the Vikings. I thought... I thought, man, these guys, this they've got it going on. I, I was as impressed with the Viking win last week as any game in the NFL. So I hate to do this. Hold on just a second. Let me let me roll this around. Here's a chance for me to pick up one though. You know, now I'm playing. I'm playing as a guy trying to win a weekend in football against two knuckleheads. And if I take the Eagles, it can't get much. Okay, I'm taking the Eagles. I'm going to take the Eagles because I'm a player. I'm a player in this game, and I'm playing. Got to play to win. Paul, he's taking the island just to try and gain a game on us. There you go. Uh, You need all the help you can get, Paul. I I understand. I I, I get it. You're going to be sucking hind tit all year, and and you got (laughs) to take every opportunity you get. Uh, I I get it. All right. There it is. There's our picks. Jad will let us know where we're at this year. A lot of fun games. Um, I, I don't think there's as many this week that I feel good about as I did last week. I don't know what that means. Uh, probably nothing. But it should be an interesting weekend. We got the best game of the week, I think, already out of the way last night, at least the one we're most excited about in Chiefs Chargers. So now we look ahead. Should be a big, fun weekend. Let's continue to look ahead. We'll take a break. We'll bring in uh, a little high school football to the show here. It's a catch at Kansas Friday. It's been nuts in the first two weeks of the high school football season. We'll come back with it when Sports Daily returns. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Oh, welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily on a Friday. One of the crazy days on our schedule each and every week. Uh, real quickly, fellas, before we look ahead to the high school week with our buddy Matt Henderson of catchitkansas.com, a little high school news. Keisha is a preliminary, and they've got some other steps to take, but it looks like we could be on our way to um, a system that elevates some private schools who win a bunch of titles into a higher classification. They're trying to level this out in some of those areas where um, the private schools win a whole bunch of titles. Percentage, it's all based on percentages. I know people have been talking about this and wanting this. Uh, Tommy, Jad, you know, we can get in the, into this another day. But on the surface, do you support this? Yeah, you know, I do. And I think that this is a good step forward. It's never going to be a perfect system. It doesn't matter you know, what sort of rules or regulations that Keisha puts into place. There's always going to be somebody that feels like they're left out or not being seen or heard. But I think this is a good next step. You always look at all of the, you know, state champions. And and there's a lot of times, you know, like I see names. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're a private school. Oh, uh, yeah, they, they've got, you know, more probably more money than the public schools do. So I think this is a good setup, a good system to be able to actually look at some of these schools that are private, that win all the time, and then elevate them into a higher class just to make things a little bit more competitive. Paul, uh, quickly, what do you think? You, you pro or you for or against that rule change? Well, I think it probably sounds fair and perception is everything. And right now there's the perception that uh, whether it's true or not. And I think there's a case to be made on both sides that there are certain advantage given private schools. And, and I think there probably are. So I guess this is a step. If you want to try to be fair, for kids, and remember, we're talking about fairness for kids. That I guess this is something that I reluctantly like Tommy, and I don't think either Tommy or myself. And Tommy, I don't mean to speak for you, but we're not full-throated supporters of this. And yet, on the other hand, I see a need for something to be done. So, Tommy, yeah. is that fairly accurate for you as yeah. well? Uh, so, I yeah. think yes. I want to see something done, but I want it to be judicious. I want it to be fair, and I want it to be done the right way. And uh, I don't know if there's a right way in the eyes of those who were uh, who are private schools. But, yes, I, 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 I just instinctively believe something needs to be done, uh, Jacob. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see. And we'll, we'll talk more about it as the weeks go on. Let's look at the high school football week ahead now as we bring in our buddy Matt Henderson uh, for catchakansas.com, the executive producer. We've got a ton coming up. Catchkansas.com is where you can go. We'll have our Catch at Kansas show tonight featuring the best of week three. Before we look at week three, though, uh, Hindo, I want to look back briefly into the City League in week one because, well, we had a statement made by the Blue Aces knocking off Capen on the road by 10 points. 
How much did that surprise you? A lot, a lot. I mean, that's all you can really say. Like East East High, they they showed they showed they played really well week one. Just kind of lost that game to Washington Rural in the final minutes of the game, and really, I mean. Like their quarterback, Deontay Mitchell, we've talked about him a lot. Just a junior, but he started every game since he was a freshman. You're talking about a lot of experience on that team, and that was a big statement win for them moving forward. Hey, Matt, I know we'll get back to the City League here in a minute, but there's a, a story that's been brewing right outside of Wichita that um, I've been wanting to talk about for a few days now. It's a school that nobody ever brings up. They've kind of been forgotten over the years because they haven't been very good. And that's the the Circle Thunderbirds. They're 2-0 for the first time since 2010. If they win this weekend, it'll be the first time that they're undefeated after week three since the 90s. They were really bad for a long time, and I, I don't think that's an understatement. They've turned things around. What, are, what do you take away from what they've been able to do up there in Tawanda? It's such a good story to follow. Like, just like, I mean, like, like you said, that team was just down for so long, but they have really turned things around. They have a receiver there, Ty Smith, who's, I, I got to watch him play last year. Like, seriously, like that, he could play, be like a starter at any kind of school and he plays, plays two ways. And yeah, like, like uh, Logan Clother up there, like, his, they, his team, he has really kind of turned things around. Like, we've talked, we talk about Circle just in the, vein of like you know jordan phillips because you have such a, a good mm-hmm. nfl player that came out of that program but even him his teams were not very good like i think he was may have been on the team the last time that they were that they had started to know but yeah that's it's such a good story to follow and uh, tonight going to winfield i expect them to get it done get to three and oh the next week against mcpherson that could be a really fun one one, one that really tests the bar for them matt uh, there's an old saying in football speed kills and uh, I think that's true. It's true today. It was true yesterday. It's a true statement as far as football goes. I'm going to make a statement, and I want you to agree, disagree. Wichita East runs the best, has the most speed in the entire city league. Yes or no? Agree, disagree. Can I call push with Northwest? Sure you can. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, let's go with that. I don't want to, I don't want to discount Northwest because we know those running backs they have there. But now East, that's just what they do. They got some runners, and we, we see it track season too. Well, yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, on track they 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 definitely do. Uh, I I can't wait to see them. I know Paul is very fond of the head coach there, as you guys have worked together on the football scene for a while. Uh, by the way, Tommy mentioned Circle that CatchKansas.com featured them this week. You can find that at CatchKansas.com. Uh, the big one this week is clearly Derby Carroll. Um, it's, you know, it's that game we, we had hoped for, for years and years. And now we're finally getting it. This one at Carroll Carroll with a big upset to open the year. Derby was upset to open the year. What are we thinking tonight with Derby and Carroll? I think that I'm, it's hard still to pick against Derby, even knowing what we know, what we saw week one Carroll at home. They, they're really good at home, but I, I have to imagine that. Brandon Clark down there in Derby has righted the ship there, and uh, after that week one loss, and knows they need this win, even if you're talking a game against another five A school, so one that won't, one a team that they won't have to worry about seeing again come playoff time. But it's this should be a good one. I expect it to be very competitive, a lot more competitive than maybe in past years, and really, really excited to see how that one turns out. Matt, I think one of the other games that I'm really intrigued by. In the city league, uh, city league this week is Capen and Northwest, and you know you've got both teams that stumbled a little bit out of the gate uh, early on. They're probably both 
reeling a little bit um, after a couple of, you know, each of them losing at one point or another uh, to open up the season. Where do you stand on this matchup? Who do you like? Uh, I like the running backs. <laughs> uh, no, Mario <laughs> Elias, like with Cape, and you're talking like we, we know about the two over at uh, Northwest that are both getting some deal and looks. And Mario Elias, the same way, only a junior over there and more than what, 2,300 yards rushing last year, I want to say. Um, no, I, I, I think I would go with Northwest in that game, but they made it by like a point, two points or whatever, but I could see a lot of scoring happening in that one. When you look at uh, the overall strength of this uh, uh, football in the state of Kansas, my mind always goes to Andale. I brought up Andale last week. I probably won't do it again, but I wanted uh, to get your opinion on Andale at this point, two games into the season. Uh, where are you on Andale? What uh, – uh, have have you had a chance to study them in depth, and and is this a team destined to win another state championship in three A? I haven't gone crazy deep on looking into their team this year, but I just know you're talking about a team that's hung sixty points in each of the first two games. Yeah, that's and right. The 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 level of competition that they play, they're just that much better than them. I'm not sure that we'll get a real like barometer test on them until they play collegiate in week six. Collegiate, like I think we have Andale and Collegiate rank one, two, and three A, different districts this year. So that could work out to where the two of them don't meet in playoffs until Substate, which would be really could really be a treat. Yeah, Jacob. Per- just- Jacob, permission to ask one quick follow up question with Matt, if you don't mind. Yeah, quick. Matt got a question for you with regards to Andale. Could Andale win five uh, A or six A? I don't think. so. So, but I don't want to put it past them. I I would have to see those the games being played in the regular season because I know that's like that hypothetical has been thrown around. Could Andel take on Derby, something like that? And I don't think they would just yet. But if any if any school in like a three year or lower would do it, it's definitely Andel. Yeah, that's that's tough athlete to athlete. Andel out out athletes everybody in three A, but would they do that at the higher levels? That's a it's an itch. it's one of those things we love to kick around. It's great uh, water cooler talk. All right, Matt. Some of the headline games we've talked about them that Catch at Kansas will be at tonight that people can see highlights from. Uh, tonight is the uh, Hutch and May South is one I like a lot out of class five A. Both teams are coming in and defeated in that one. All right, that's a, a good out of Metro game. You'll see it all. The Catch at Kansas show airs at ten thirty five on the KSCW. We'll have you covered with some games as well at 10 o'clock on Eyewitness News. Kind of a little appetizer as we go full-blown. And as always, catchatkansas.com and the free Catch at Kansas app has you covered. Hendo, thank you. Good luck tonight. And let's try to save our ACLs and not get taken out on the sidelines, huh? (laughs) (laughs) All right. There goes Matt Henderson joining us each and every week here on Sports Daily. Always appreciate that. We'll come back, put a bow on it, get you ready for the weekend. Get ready to say goodbye to this week on Sports Daily. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.